0: Okay, seekers, I want to talk about the pages of 68, 69, and 70 uh, in the big book. This is the inventory process, the sex conduct inventory process. You know, not talked about a whole lot, and uh, I'm sure there's reasons for that. But uh, I have some new ideas about it, so... Here are some of them. I think the whole thing's designed to do one thing, this part of the inventory. Because uh, as we know, there's three separate inventories. There's a resentment inventory because they say it's the number one offender resentment is. shuts me off from the sunlight of the spirit and uh, causes people to drink again. Uh, now, fear apparently is a big deal because they make a whole separate inventory for that also and um, then apparently sex troubles is a big deal so i wouldn't know oh and then uh, uh so they have a whole separate inventory for that this inventory i think is designed to get a chosen ideal for my Sex life, which has a life, which is basically an ideal for my sex powers. Because it doesn't talk about sex desires in here, it talks about sex powers. And these powers, of course, are, you know, a sex power, I was talking about it last night, that the gift I got to see lately about sex powers is this couple... Who had this beautiful baby and uh wow that is sex power uh, and then of course it's a way to truly connect i mean to feel a deep connection with someone and it, but it can also be used to hurt but the deal here i believe is to find a chosen ideal for my sex powers and Knowing that they are God-given and good, uh, not to be used lightly or selfishly, as the book says, and God forbid, despised or loathed. Jeez. <clears throat> but my thought life is this: so they have these questions on where we review our own conduct, and uh, there's columns of. You know, where was I selfish, dishonest, and inconsiderate? Who did I hurt? Did I cause jealousy, suspicion, or bitterness? Where was I at fault? What should I have done instead? Here's the deal. It says I. Sh- what I should have done instead. Now, I think it says should have because I, it doesn't say could have because I don't think we could have done anything else instead. You know, we're talking about before we got here, and lack of power was my illness, and I'm suffering from a spiritual tapeworm. So, and if I've lost the power of choice in whether I use or not, I'm sure I lost the power of choice on my conduct when it comes to this. So, what's cool about this is, we're gonna now come up with a chosen ideal. In other words, I do have a choice in my ideal now because I'm receiving power. I'm tapping into the power. Uh, I have community, connection. I'm receiving knowledge of God's will for me and the power to carry it out. Something very interesting about that that just dawned on me is, if, if I receive knowledge of his will for me, the power to carry it out is there. It's, it's. We're seeking knowledge of His will for us and, and the power to carry it out, not or the power to carry it out. And so if I'm not receiving the power, then it's probably not God's will. However, I can receive God's will and not receive the power, and that would be due to my own uh <clears throat> blocking that power now what I like to talk about there is in the middle of all the steps there's a word that I think is a game changer and it's a turning point and the word is objectionable so if I find not if I receive knowledge of God's will for me but not the power to carry it out to me that simply means that the knowledge of God's will that I have received, I, there's something about it that I find objectionable. Uh, and I'm not at that surrendered point uh, of the process. So, <clears throat> uh, but what's cool about this is, it's a chosen ideal. So now I can choose what is the definition of ideal? I've, I saw it as actively pursuing a goal or something I strive towards, an ideal. It's kind of like the North Star. You, you never reach it, per se, but you always know if you're going in that direction. And believe it or not, I looked up the word chosen and it said preferred. So my preferred Goal that I'm going to strive towards when it comes to my sex powers. Now, to get an ideal out of this inventory apparently is is important. They mention it five times. The word ideal. Let me just go through those real quick. It says, in this way, right after they asked all the questions, we try to shape a sane and sound ideal for our future sex life. Then it has a prayer for it. It says we ask God to mold our ideals and help us live up to them. Then it says whatever our ideal turns out to be, we must be willing to grow towards it. Then it has a little warning here. Suppose we fall short of our chosen ideal and stumble or we're going to get drunk. Then it says to sum up about sex, we earnestly pray for the right ideal. So apparently... This whole thing is about getting an ideal for my sex powers. Now, so, going through this process here, it talks about, um, it says things like, we don't want to be the arbitrator of anyone's sex conduct. (laughs) Yeah, we don't, uh, that's not true. We love being the arbitrator of everyone's sex conduct. It says we all have sex problems. Some of them are. We don't think we have enough of it. (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. But it also says we don't want to be the judge of anyone's sex conduct. Oh, that's bullshit. Uh, Anyway, it's just so fun about it. It says we'd hardly be human if we didn't. Amen to that. Um, So, we... uh, use all those questions and we end up with a good question, which is who should I, what names do I take across this page? Is it those that I've had sex with, all of them, or is it those that, uh, you know, how do I develop the list? Well, to me, I let the questions develop the list because we can use our sex powers by withholding sex also. So uh, I think we just use the middle paragraph on page 69. Interesting how that ends up on that page, isn't it? Um, uh, It's a God thing, of course. That's why, you know, when it says chosen ideal, you notice when you meet them, they're the chosen one. (laughs) Anyway, we use the questions to develop the list instead of making the list first. In other words, it says, where have we been selfish? The list develops itself. Where have I been dishonest? The list develops itself. Who did I hurt? You know how that, and the list develops itself on that. Um, Then, of course, I think the specific one is what should we have done instead? anything but I shouldn't have done it. I don't think, I don't think we're gonna get a ideal out of that. So, because it says, in this way, we shape a sound and sound ideal for our future sex life, a sane and sound one. It says, we ask God to mold our ideals with an S and help us live up to them. So there is what we, I guess we'd call a sex prayer. We remember always that our sex powers were God given and therefore good. That's something to be remembered. The reason it says remembered is because that's what they are. And this is a return thing. It's a it's a remember. Oh man, I just snapped to that. Yeah, it's a remember, a restore. You know, if we could all get, just remember where we all came from. So it says, whatever my ideal turns out to be, I must be willing to grow towards it. It says, in meditation, we ask God what we should do about each specific matter. Hmm. Well, So we're talking about all these questions and we're getting really specific about it. And I think the question, the last question, what should we have done instead, is what it means here when it says we ask God what we should do about each specific matter. There it is. Now, what's always been fascinating to me is it says, in meditation we ask God. So it's assuming, I guess, that we know how to meditate, but we, but we haven't taught us how to meditate yet. Meditation isn't talked about until step 11. So, fascinating. So, maybe this sentence is how we meditate. It says in meditation, we ask God what we should do about each specific matter. It says the right answer will come if we want it. Well, there it is. That's meditation. I ask about specific matters, and I wait. It says the right answer will come if I want it. So if I have this attitude of wanting the answer, according to this, it will come. Knowledge of his will for me and the power to carry it out. Let's see, what else does it say about this stuff? Mm. Anyway, I think that's about all I wanted to talk about for now. But I also wanted to talk about this. And I talk about chosen ideals and stuff like that and having one. And I've had, over the years, I have used this inventory to develop one. but. I think I have a, well, for me, I know that I have a much better idea of how to write one today. And it says we reviewed our own conduct over the years past. Where had we been? And uh, so I've written one now that has to do with my conduct towards the relationship with myself. Because it is my belief that that's the relationship that needs to be correct before I can have develop any type of truly loving and sustainable relationship with another human being. Um, I really like the way on page 80 and the 12 and 12, it talks about defective relations with other human beings has always been the immediate cause of our woes including our alcoholism. It just said defective relationships caused my alcoholism. Well, what is my alcoholism? Well, to me, boiled down, it's a disconnection from God, myself, and others. The answer, of course, is connection with myself, God, and others. Now, this idea I have of writing a chosen ideal in the pursuit of that relationship with myself is what I have done this time. And I would like to give an example of mine, to one I have written, and um, answering those questions on page 69. This was my past thought life. And my current thought life, that is I'm growing towards, and uh, asking God to mold these ideals, um, so they can, so I can grow. Uh, but anyway, it goes like this: Where was I selfish? I was selfish in trying to love someone before I had learned to love myself, but, and I wasn't willing to do the work necessary to obtain self-love anyway. I used to make fun of it, and frankly, I was scared of it, I guess, in early sobriety, and uh, certainly before I got to the program. Or was I dishonest? Thinking I could find wholeness from another. I also used to think that vulnerability was weakness. Uh, I didn't share my struggles with self-worth either. I didn't think self-love was important. Uh, I believed the lie that you learn to love yourself by loving others. Uh, where else I was dishonest? I was thinking I didn't, thinking that not loving myself doesn't hurt people. Gee whiz, it does. And thinking I can pass on something I don't have. And I also thought that self-love was selfish. Um, where was I inconsiderate? Uh, Not considering that love isn't something you give or get. Uh, Lost me there. It's something that's cultivated when it exists within each person. Now, I got that from Brené Brown's definition of love. And uh, God, that makes sense. But it sure lets me know, no wonder I didn't stand a chance. Also have kind of compassion for that parts of me those parts of me that were in those uh, relationships and the struggle of them. Um, Who did I hurt? I hurt people who tried to love me because I've learned now that if I don't love me, you you can't either. And it kind of hurts people when they try to love you and they can't. says, uh, of course, so I hurt my friends and myself, of course. Jealousy. I had jealousy in my mind. I had jealousy of this, that others were able to express and receive love so easily. You know, I was just like, golly, how can they do that? Uh, Suspicion. I was always suspicious of why I know I have so much love inside of me being not able to express or receive it as much as I wanted to. Bitterness. I was very bitter towards those parts of myself that I hadn't learned to appreciate, embrace, and heal. I used to want to get rid of those parts of me that, you know, I didn't like parts of me, I hated parts of me, I tried to get rid of parts of me, and uh, I would definitely file that under bitterness. now today, it's a whole different story. Uh, first recognizing that there are parts of me and they're more than just emotions, feelings and thoughts. They're sacred beings that deserve my love, embracement and appreciation and that's been a game changer. Uh, it says, where, am I? where was I at fault, uh, thinking I'm not whole already? Of course, I wasn't because I wasn't embracing parts of me. Uh, I only thought there was just one of me. Um, and that one wasn't any good. It says, what am I doing instead now? And this is the question in the inventory I think we are to be specific about. But instead of writing what should I have done instead, I'm writing what am I doing instead currently. Um, And this is my chosen ideal. Currently. It goes like this. Practicing self-love, being vulnerable, knowing that sharing my struggles is what connects me with others, myself, and God, being transparent and authentic, Sharing with people who love me, not in spite of my imperfections, but the ones that love me because of them. Uh, being emotionally sober and in touch with my feelings. I'm able to name, feel, and communicate them. And I know now that that is actually true courage knowing it's a privilege to let someone see what's inside of me god for years i was like oh god nobody finds out what's inside of me (laughs) now now i go god i hope they find out what's inside of me and about me Mm. i'm embracing the fruits of self-love and self-compassion i'm having my own back practicing what Brene talks about a soft front strong back and wild heart practicing trying to get better at the wild heart part. Um, I'm also part of my uh, chosen ideal is to, um, to be not interested in other people's opinions that are not putting themselves out there emotionally or practicing emotional sobriety. Um, my chosen ideal is eating clean, moving the body, sharing with others my enthusiasm for these practices expressing and receiving love with and towards myself and others, being emotionally honest and passionate and knowing this all matters, because I matter. Uh, And then I think the way I like to end it is I'm no longer desperate, even unconsciously desperate to hear the words I love you from someone because I'm hearing them from myself. Um, And that is my current uh, chosen ideal that I'm growing towards and also using the prayer and asking God to mold my ideals, help me live up to them. And uh, yeah, that's kind of what I wanted to talk about.